Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So yeah. I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Snack Nation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within their communities. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. So we are here today with Christina, a.k.a. Miss Outlaw. If you don't know her, she is the visionary producer behind the epic show here in Connecticut. It's not even, it's not just a local show. Let's just be clear. Bars on I-95. I met her at an event and just an incredibly human being. So why don't you give it up for Miss Outlaw. How you doing, baby? How you doing? It's a pleasure to be on the show. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Also, for, for those folks who, you know, people who may not be familiar with your story, why don't you tell them a little bit about your story, what you do, um, how you got started in uh, this this wild world of adventure of entrepreneurship? Well, I'm, I mean, entrepreneurship, it, it was kind of like, I don't know, creatives are the kind of people that it's it's like everything else feels like it's a sickness if you do it for a living. Like if you go to a nine to five, if you do this, if you do that, you almost get like physically sick. Cause it's like, I, I can't be doing this. It can't be real, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, my, my whole, um, my whole energy, my whole aura, um, when I had, you know, a, a nine to five job, something very traditional was this, this is not for me. And, uh, I've kind of been fighting that my entire adult life. I've probably been fighting even before <laughs> bills became a thing, you know? Uh, so, I, I mean, I started my creative journey as a dancer, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as a child. And that was kind of like the tip of the iceberg. It was, ex- it, you know, it was freedom of expression. It was really kind of, you feel the music, you feel the vibe. Um, but I didn't really get into visual art until I was about 14 years old. And uh, that was really cool because I fell into it, right? Um, I, I went to a summer program. My friend was like, listen, there's a summer program and it's free and you get to go to college. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you should apply. And I went to the guidance counselor and they were like, well, it's closed, but hand me an essay anyway. So I, I handed the essay. I got in and it was called Multicultural Arts and Technology. I don't, I'm not even sure if the program still exists. It was mm-hmm. so- and it was kids from all over Connecticut and we were able to actually stay on Central um, State um, University's campus for the whole summer and they took us everywhere they took us housing and all yeah housing everything it was free it was mm. free. Uh, and of course my parents like I got in and my parents were like whatever 
you know, it was you for like two months. Cool. They were shouting. <laughs> it, it was very, very cool. But you either picked performing arts or you picked visual. And I was already a dancer. So everybody thought I was just going to do performing arts. Then I was like, well, can I do both? And they were like, you really can't. But we have this extra computer and this extra camera. Yeah, do both. And I was... And it's like at every piece where I should have been held up and I should have been in a space where people should have said no. It was like mm -hmm. just yes, 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 yes. And that summer, never put my hand on the camera before. First time using a MacBook. And for those who know me, know that I'm all Apple all day, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope there are no Android users on the phone. Well, you know. Online. I got... I, I was going to say I got love no. for y'all. I got compassion. I got empathy. I, I feel <laughs> your pain. I feel what you go through. Yeah, but, you know, no judgment on that. But uh, <laughs> it was my first time touching a Mac, first time touching a camera. And that summer, I must have produced, I produced two short documentaries, a short narrative. Um, mm -hmm. I produced a short subject uh, piece. Uh, I shot a music video. Uh I shot photography. I got entered into some competitions. And, and this was in like within two and a half months of the summer when I first put my hands on um, on a camera. And it it was like it was like this was for me. You know, it, it mm -hmm. was everybody. You know, I can't sing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good dancer. I'm not a great dancer. So it's like everybody had their thing around me. All my friends had their thing. And that summer I found my thing. And that's kind of the beginning of, you know, this pursuit of, you know, I want to say visual excellence. Two months into this program, they got their money's worth. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I, you know what it was? This is the crazy part about it. I was in a space where nobody put limitations on me. Nobody told me no. Nobody told me you couldn't try. Nobody said, hey, um, that's too much. I was in a space where being exactly who I was and and really pursuing exactly what I wanted at that point, mm -hmm. nobody said no. And, yeah. and that's what was so great about it. Like, everybody was really just saying, hey, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Try. And, and so that allowed me to just say, I can do whatever I want. And there were no limitations. And, and here's the thing. I, I wasn't in film school. I didn't have parents who knew photography or film. So there was no, like, other construct on top of it to make me go, well, things should be like this, right? So I picked up the camera and I says, oh, well, this looks cool. Oh, well, this looks cool. Um, you know, it's funny because the music video I shot was a uh, – was a 3LW and I had some girlfriends in the camp and they all had their like their own role and we had to and we were and mind you the trip that we were on was supposed to be relaxing we were supposed to be like on the beach having fun mm -hmm. I'm back shooting a music video everybody else is in the water it, it was it was it was cool and it was it was joy and and I think creatives are always pursuing that joy that joy of creation that joy of being in that moment where you really get to say, Hey, this is cool. You know, Hey, yeah. this is what, this is where I live. And, uh, that, that's kind of how I got started. Yeah. So we spoke before, um, connecting, there's just something about you have a presence and you sort of like downplay it. I'm like, okay, I, this is, you, you, it seems shocking 
when I mentioned it, I seen the look on your face. You're like, I, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I don't compute. Say, invited me to this event so I could provide context for for for, for the audience, those people who are listening, right? Mm-hmm. To invite me to to a an event, and it's a listening event. So I'm just thinking, okay, listening. All I need to do is show up and and listen, right? So I'm good. Just tell me the date and time, and I'm gonna show up. I'll, I'll be there, right? So I get an uh, an itinerary, and when I sit, when I tell y'all, I get an itinerary like a detailed list, and not from when she's going to um, you know, when when Kiss Monroe is gonna show up and do perform it. Not from that time on, yo. Know, from okay, they're gonna be doing this by this time. They're gonna be preparing. They're gonna be bringing in the thing. Gonna be set up from this time to this. It was detailed. I'm like, yo, wait a second, this is different. This is this is a um, this is detailed. I'm just like, uh, what time does it start? Six. I'll be there at five fifteen or five forty-five, and, and I'll be ready. No. So it gave me some insight into the mind of Outlaw. I, I, I appreciate. It. I was like, yo, this is this is excellent. He's mm-hmm. like, I, I, I don't I don't I don't understand. What what are, you, what are you saying? He's like, this is just normal. I was like, yo, this is not normal. That's just the standard. I'm like, it should be, that should be normalized, but it's not. I mean, and I was like, oh, this is exciting. I was, I was, I was thrilled to, um, to hear that and see it. And just seeing, uh, what you do. You said you won an award. Like you won awards. You're like, you, this oh, is that, like- that was like years ago though. That wasn't, that wasn't too crazy. That was, uh, it was, so NWCP, everybody's familiar with NWCP, right? And, um, not a lot of people are aware that they have an academy competition. Like they have a, like an academic competition. And um, so this is like shortly after I was in that summer program. Cause that summer program was like, um, I was a year ahead. So that was kind of like between freshman and sophomore year. Now she just goes over that stuff. Like a, a speed bump. I, I was a year <laughs> ahead. I was advanced. Well, you know, that, that, because this- I was younger than everybody else at the time. So, you know, it's kind of the way it was, you know? And, uh, and a couple years later, you know, I, my father's in NAACP. He was a community activist. And so, um, you know, I was involved in all of that, that world, that community activism, all those types of things. And my father got wind of this academic competition. And so, you know, um, a lot of people, um, you know, are not aware that I write too. So I, and I used to write a lot when I was younger. So I entered the competition and they gave you mentors and everything like that. And I, I really hope that this program still exists because it was, it was like, you're interested in this. Well, here's somebody who's actually performed in the industry. They're your mentor. And then you get to compete with your art. And that was like the next step, you know, before it was like entering this world of, wow, I can do this. And then, then it was, wow, I can push myself further. And it made it so much more real. So I entered on the local level in poetry film and photography. Um, I won, I believe I won second in poetry, first in photography and first in film, but my points were um, high enough that I got to enter the national competition. So New Haven always enters the national competition. Uh, I happened to win uh, third place national that year. And that was the first time, you know, Connecticut got to bring an award home from the national competition. And so that was like, you know, it was, it was amazing. It was in Florida. It was, it was it was so so cool and and honestly 
you know, I was out there and I'm not going to lie. I had the shortest piece. I, it was a public service announcement I created, you know, and it was crazy because I made my grandmother like record her voice. Like she was like, record <laughs> her voice video camera. And, um, I, and I, my brother was like the star of the movie. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> so you so, bootstrapped it, yo. That's what's up. I, I just used my family. It was like, listen, you're, you're my voice. You're my actor. That's it. Like, and, and my brother and sister had no control because I was the oldest. So they were legitimately my muses, my entire high school career. Like that was it. They were, they were number one and number two. They were in every photo, every video because I could boss them around. So I, you know, listen. That's where you honed your leadership skills, yo. Practice it on your, on your, on your siblings. It, it was, it was more like, it was more like if you don't want to get in trouble or for me to tell mom and dad about such and such, I need you to get your butt outside so I can take this picture. They hated me. They hated me for it. But, uh, you know, my brother is low key a superstar now because no, I'll just wait. <laughs> but he was like the star of the, the, the piece. And when I won, I was just shocked because I had the shortest subject. My, my piece was like, legitimately two minutes and everybody else's was five minutes and above this portion of the behind the wheel podcast is brought to you by the folks at the creative print workshop Yo, these folks, I tell you, you see the grit shirts, you've seen the grind shirts. I did a 30 day grind social media experiment and I wore that shirt for 30 days, yo. And I washed it, obviously I washed it, but the care and the the texture, the print, the ink, everything held up. So I am very impressed, yo, for real, for real. When I tell you that the ink on the shirt held up, the colors of the shirt held up. I was so impressed. I contacted the manufacturer that makes the shirts. I contacted the creative print shop and said, yo, man, I'm very impressed with your shirts. I'm happy, pleased. And so, yes, they are, they are a proud sponsor of the Behind the Wheel and how I'm building this podcast. You know, they started in 2000. That's 11 years ago as a custom design company that drew custom designs on apparel with fabric paints. Yo. Brother Hazel has been in the printing and design industry for 20 years, yo. Over 20 years. I mean, when, you, when I tell you about the, the process, the care, it's one thing to say, you know, it's, it's a black-owned company, but the professionalism with which they handle your, your order from Zanti, who is, you know, the office manager who's in customer service, always pleasant, always upbeat. Before you go to place your order, yo, there is a consultation. You sit down with the CEO and founder, the chief executive officer of everything, Brother Hazel, and man, it is um, from, from the ordering process to review, you can approve your orders online. So if you're in need of design, print garments, yo, they handle everything. I'm getting some mugs, some of the killer mugs. I can't wait till they come in, yo. Yeah, so to talk to a designer, give them a call at 443-842-3900. That number again is 443-842-3900. Yo, she's jogging on the block, all black everything. The number again is 
3900 or you can email if you've got a question info at the creative print shop.com that's creative with a k the creative print shop.com and um you know it was it was humbling you know i and the crazy part about it is before the day of the announcement, I got on the phone with my dad and I was like, dad, I just saw everybody else's piece. I don't, I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't, I don't know if I, I'm, I, it's not going to happen. Dad, I'm, I'm not going to win. I'm not. And, and my father like totally like gathered me in that moment. And he said, did you believe yourself when you made it? And I said, yeah. And he says, are you proud of what you made? And I said, yeah. And he goes, that's all that matters. And as long as that is what you brought into it, people are going to see that. And and that kind of, that fortified my, my, my authenticity and my art, you know, not to apologize for what I create, even if it's not the best thing I created. You know, it's about being authentic to what you really say is you, you know, even if you're interpreting somebody else's story, it's being done through your eyes. It's being done through your mind. It's being done um, in such a way that your perspective is put onto that experience. And then you're sharing that through your eyes with everybody else. So um, when that happened, you know, and then I won third and I was like in shock. I was like, wow, this is crazy. And that kind of, I don't know. It was kind of like somebody was like, listen, you might as well keep going with this thing right here. You know what I mean? So yeah. that, and, and ever since I've, I've never been able to, to leave it. I've always returned back to um, visual art, be it in photography, be it in, um, be it in uh, filmmaking, uh, directing, producing. It didn't matter. I had to return to it. So I'm just glad now at this age, I'm really able to, um, you know, embrace it in all aspects. Yeah. You talked about the experience, some of your experiences, and okay, I I I know what my sweet spot is, and so I'm gonna have to to if I want to scale, I'm gonna need to hire contractors. And the, some of the lessons that you learned along the way, um, share, share some of those with, with oh, the audience. The start of chemistry. Oh, okay. yeah, the start of chemistry. So chemistry actually didn't start as chemistry. It was. It started as Christina Outlaw Photography, and um, and that was because my parents. After all of this, my parents gifted me with a camera, and it was a film camera. And I was like, really, I was super excited, right? So, so here's here's the here's the beauty of no limit thought process. Sometimes you you think that, hey, if I put my mind to it, I could do anything, which is true. But in the world of business, there's a different timeline for, for complete. So um, I started out with Christina Outlaw Photography, and um, that was when I was like 18, 19 years old. Um, you know, I was still in college, and I was getting introduced to a whole bunch of people. You know, I was, I was taking pictures. I was having a good time. I was, you know, I was just having a good time. So it was cool. Um, and then somebody was like, oh, do you do websites, right? And I was like... And I kind of thought to myself, do I do websites? And of course I said, I'm trying to build this business. I'm trying to make this money. I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, I know how to do websites. <laughs> Not one thing about how to do websites at all. But I had this feeling like I could just sit down and figure it out. Yeah. It's 
before Squarespace. This is like when Blogger was really popping and WordPress was really popping. And there was a lot more to it to get it going. And mm-hmm. I thought I could just sit down, figure it out, and build this website. That was not the case. <laughs> and if that was the first client that I messed up because I promised something that I wasn't able to deliver only because I didn't have the knowledge. So next time around, you know, so I took a break and I was like, okay, I got to rethink this thing. Right. And, you know, the next incarnation of the company was um, moving into chemistry. Right. It was at that time, it was just called chemistry media lab with a K and somebody else asked me, do I do a website? And I was smart this time. (laughs) And I was like, I don't do websites uh, personally, but my company can handle that, right? We can handle it. We got you covered. <laughs> yeah. And, and at that point, I had, you know, some graphic design experience from an internship I had out of school. And, you know, I understood the, the facets of how to create it. And I knew if I designed it and put somebody on to code it, hey, there's your website, right? So kind of, kind of. Um, and so I, I says, well, I can't do it. It's a little bit more complicated let me hire somebody as a freelancer to bring on to the project. Well, I didn't have a contract <laughs> with this person. So they kind of did whatever they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That was a lesson. It was like, okay, if I'm going to run this business and I'm going to offer services, they either need to be, especially if I'm growing it, it either needs to be something that I can control personally. And if I bring other people on, I need to make sure that, the expectation that I, that I set for them is there, right? Yeah. That they understand what I need from them and that they understand that there's compensation tied to it, whatever that compensation may be, whatever agreement we come up with. So it became a learning experience, right? Those two really pivotal experiences made me go, mm, all right, I got to do better because if I'm going to really live as this creative professional, I need to understand how to deliver what yeah. I'm doing. Even if I personally can't do it. This portion of Behind the Wheel podcast is proudly sponsored by the folks at Lenses Only. Yo, so I was in the market for a new pair of glasses. I had lost my frames. My prescription was long overdue, and now I'm a little down. Until one day, I walked into the Goodwill, and I found a pair of frames, same color, different shape. I'm up to trying something new. I call the manufacturer and say, hey, listen, do you think you can put lenses inside of these frames? Nah, son, it's out of circulation. So I get a pair of glasses, but I go to almighty Google because I still like the frames. Hey, listen, do you think you can, is there a company out there that can put lenses into existing frames? And voila, what pops up? Lenses only. So I give them a call. Pleasant professional on the other end of the phone, even though I've got existing glasses, because of the service that I received on the other end of the phone, I figured I would give them a shot. I'd go out there and visit the location. Yo, I made the trip out to Bloomfield. They've got three locations in Connecticut with a fourth one coming online in Wethersfield. Ah, man, 50% off designer frames, but 80% of their business is with putting lenses into your existing frames. Most opticians won't risk it, but not at lenses only. They've got you covered. So how does it work? You go online to lensesonlyoptical.com. You plug in your prescription. You select your lens choices. You pay cha-ching and they will send you a box with a return label so you can put your frame in them. And then within a couple of weeks, voila, they're back at your home and you're seeing clearly as ever. So if you want 
regular frames though you've got to make the trip to avon bloomfield or torrington and yes as i said a new location has come along line in weathersfield on silas dean highway lensesonly.com they've got you covered um and that put me in a space to know hey i can't do everything by myself which is a very hard lesson to learn and and not just that if i'm gonna bring other people in i gotta hold them accountable as well so that i can make sure i deliver for the client so with that all of that being said that's me that's me not talking to anybody that's just me failing right and failing into lessons i want to say failing is actually falling into lessons falling into lessons that really kind of showed me how it is that I should run this business. How do mm-hmm. I be successful? And it, and it, and they were hard hits, but it made sense because now, you know, if I bring somebody on, I'm going to put money in your pocket and I'm budgeting for you with this client. Oh, honey, you better deliver. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a whole different energy now because I understand what's needed. And, and I've taught myself enough to know, what works and what doesn't work so I can see and spot what doesn't make sense. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of where I am now. So chemistry is still, you know, chemistry media lab, but now it's, it's morphed into the chem lab and, and that's kind of where we are today. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm relaunching it and in mid August, you know, with, with fresh services and, you know, more content creators to, to bring those visions to life. And, And I'm really excited about it. Yo, uh, I'm 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 excited. So, um, er ninety five, e underscore on ninety five. He says I want to work for Outlaw. <laughs> <laughs> that's your that's your partner. Cry. Yeah. He, he want he want he want two checks. He said like yeah. Because he, he, he already worked for you. He want a whole bunch. Uh, oh man, so so listening to um, pulling up to this event. And I'm, I'm there, and I'm looking and saying, here, I, I-95 is going to be here. My man comes in. He's got on the green jacket. So I'm saying, oh, he must be the artist. And then I'm waiting outside, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I walk the whole perimeter, and I don't see him. I'm like, where, where is the setup at? And then I go, oh, they're inside. I miss half of it. You guys are, are, are starting to wind down. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, the hair, you see the hair from the back. And I'm like, okay, so now you start talking to me. And I tell you, it only takes about 90, 90, I would say about 30 seconds. You can tell a lot about a person mm. as soon as they open up their mouth. And you're like, oh, it's, yeah, this, this, this. like, oh, wow, this is like, yo, she's just, and then your partner was like, okay. And then this one over here, and it was, oh, the whole thing, the, the back work set up. The, I was like, oh, this is, this is incredible. This is a show on the road. This is excellent. I was amped up. And this was not like manufactured energy. This is just like, yo, this is incredible. So I wanted to, um, to just be able to share that with folks so they can see, like, I don't know if you've ever, well, you were, you, you were that young lady who someone said, here, here's this camera, here's this thing, go for it. And now you're like, and to see that excitement in a young person's eyes is incredible. So to be able to say, that's why I wanted to have you on the show so I can say, hey, listen, this young lady is doing this thing here with this device here with a with a camera this is how she this is how she earns her bread and this is just like the tip of the iceberg she's just getting warmed up she's not even warmed up yet right well i mean bars on i-95 is a collaborative effort it's it's a small group of people um you know 
uh, shout out to, you know, uh, A, B, C's, uh, Diz, uh, PG, um, who were, you know, really at the forefront of the, the start of Bars on I-95. And um, everybody who's on the team, you know, um, all of our DJs, all of our shooters, um, E was definitely there, you know, uh, E on I-95 was on the, on the live with us today. He, you know, he was one of the first shooters on the show. Uh, it was, let me say this, Bars on I-95 is unique for a couple of reasons. One, everybody on the team is dope. Every single body, you know, every shooter, every DJ, our host, our, you know, um, our, our, our sound producer, uh, our audio producer, everybody is dope. Like, and I can't say it enough, uh, that, but here's the crazy part. We are all diehard hip hop fans. Like we all have our favorite rapper. We, we, we all have, you know, our flavor of music. And when AB kind of goes to everybody, Hey, I think that this show is needed in this space. And it's kind of like, he put out almost like this vibration, right? And everybody who needed to be a part of this project and a part of this show gravitated to it because we had a couple of shooters along the way who, you know, didn't really fit or didn't really fit the vibe or the understanding of the grind that was going to be needed to put this show together. And, um, you know, I was on early on as a consultant for the brand and I was, you know, I was busy. I had my corporate job. I had all this other stuff. And, and when they came to me and says, okay, look, look, Chris, we, we got some situations and we need to kind of take it, take this to the another, to another level. And they asked me to come on to direct and, and edit and be one of the shooters and produce the show. And, um, by that time, you know, I've, I've produced events, I've produced shows I've directed um and I you know I've done a lot of different things uh I've even you know done some work in you know uh, public tv when I was in college so I had an understanding of what was needed but what you saw at the festival was something that came out of us really like legit grinding so hard on the road that we had to understand what pieces made sense i mean the setup that you saw that's the setup that we carry on our backs on the plane like you know there's no there's no private jet taking us and and all this other stuff no we out here doing this for hip-hop we out here doing this because we love the grind of bringing something unique to a space and it's not you know and i'm gonna put myself out there you know we're not you know, Funk Flex in New York, where, you know, once again, a radio station yeah. by other people's concept of what hip hop sounds like. Yeah. We're people who says, no, we like that. Or we like that. And and on top of that, you know what? We like this kid who is not even being distributed. He, we just met him on the street corner. He's dope. But that is, that is kind of how hip hop was born. And why not to have that element a part of the music industry today so the fact that i'm able to bring my visual experience to this show is yeah. it's it's dope it's dope because i get to work with dope people and not just that I, I get to talk about music and i get to kick it in and we travel all for the sake of all i shouldn't say all for the sake i should say all for the love of hip-hop right and um that's i mean 
that's what's cool about it. You know, the, the setup that you saw was through trial and error, through uh, equipment breaking, uh, banners not looking their best anymore, and mics not giving us the best sound. Like, what you saw was four years of we've fallen into lessons, and this is what makes sense. This is what looks good, and this is yeah. what makes it look like we can compete on any level. And to be honest with you, you stay with something long enough, just like Jay-Z said, you know, consistency is key. Everything else is, you know, everything else is everything, you know? So once you stick with it long enough, you're going to figure it out. And if yeah. you stick with it long enough to figure it out, you're going to make it. And that's really what it comes down to. So, you know, Bars I-95 is, is, is really a collection of dope creatives who said, hey, we love hip hop and yeah. we're going to, any way, shape, or form, we 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 want to, not because somebody else said we had to. Yeah, seeing it, and and, and it wasn't just the setup. You see the setup in person, mm -hmm. and, and and it kind of it, it sets you back. But what really like brought me in is is oh that's that's my man over here, and they do X, Y, and Z, and this is so and so, and they do da 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 da. And it wasn't it wasn't this like who's this who's this what is it was. It was an inviting, just real individuals, human beings. Like this is this is what we this is just what we do. This is we enjoy doing this. I have this acronym for grind, and 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 you guys are, are living testaments of that, right? Giving relentless, immediate nutrition to your dream. Like you believe, like this is what you want to do, and y'all are doing it. And so that it, it gave me chills. It was like, yo, I almost missed this, right? I'm coming. Like this is this is an incredible. I hear people, and, and I mentioned, like I'm from, I'm I'm from New York. I, I'm a, I grew up on hip hop. I'm a fan of hip hop. Um, you know, sometimes you have just like family members. Sometimes you have fallen outs, and you you go on and do some other things. You take a break, but it's still something that I enjoy. And I like I don't really listen to the radio because um, it's it's a it's it's a game. You know what I mean? Like if if I'm paying you to play my music, then I, am I getting what's authentic? Right and and so you know, you grow up on somebody who's like, okay, I heard that, seen that, I wanna, I wanna hear something else, mm -hmm. and you don't need permission. And when I see somebody saying, you know what, yeah, I know what they're doing over there in New York. That's cool, and and um, I know we have a radio station in in um, in Connecticut, and that's cool. Mm -hmm. I don't particularly listen to it. Um, and I don't particularly listen to the New York stations, but I, you you live along you live long enough you start to see patterns, right? So mm -hmm. I can see Hot ninety seven being out for a while, and it was the only game in town, right? Right. right? And so now some and you start. Huh? Let's be fair. Let's be fair. Hot ninety seven was a vibe. It was a it vibe, was. and it was, it was. And the DJs were there, and and the hosts were there, and you know, especially when um you got Angie Martinez. With, yeah. It was dope. So let's, we got to give credit to where credit's due. I think the piece that Bars on 85 fills is, is just what you're saying. Let's, why don't we just share what we like? And it, it, and once you say that, it creates a lane that maybe nobody ever thought of because it just never acted on the fact of what they liked. And that's what's, that's what's cool about it. And, and here's the thing. There's enough space for everybody to exist. Yeah. It's whether or not you're gonna you're gonna 
do it with excellence? Are you going to be sloppy about it? Are you going to continue to push yourself forward? Are you going to continue to try to make it better? Or are you going to just lean on what you always leaned on? And if you're going to, Bars on a five ain't about that energy. You know, we're about always pushing the envelope, always, you know, standing in this space of what's next and not because, you know, maybe somebody's filling us because of the last show. We're always looking forward. And sometimes, you know, I, I didn't even realize we reached 100,000 followers on YouTube because I was editing. You know what I mean? I, my head was so, so um, focused on what we had to accomplish. I didn't even realize that we were reaching these milestones. And somebody had to like, you know, tap me and go, look up. Yo, guess what? We we reached 100,000. What? You know what I mean? Like, once you start to create your own space and just say, this is what I like. I'm going to put this out in the world. It, it becomes something new because yeah. it's coming from you. Forget the fact that somebody else already did it. Forget if somebody already is already has it popping. Forget all of that. Because it comes from you, it's new. This portion of the Behind the Wheel podcast is sponsored by Amazon best-selling author of Retail Pride. He's the founder of Take Pride today. He was recognized as being one of the top 100 global retail influencers for 2021. Mr. Ron Thurston. Ron is the real deal. But I tell you, Ron loves retail and he's proud of it. He's led some retail teams for some of America's most prominent brands. We're talking Bonobos, Intimix, St. Lauren. The list goes on and on but he didn't write this book for brands he wrote this book to help celebrate your accidental career i had an opportunity to sit down with ron he is the real deal he he loves leading teams and pouring into the lives of individuals so when you pick up his book if you haven't already done so you can go to amazon to pick up his book it's chock full of nuts and nuggets to help you navigate your career in retail or wherever you might be perspective makes it dope and your perspective is what gives their gives it a different flavor and so that's why you know bars on eight five that's why everybody on the team has you know their own um avenues and their own you know their own uh projects you know uh you know shout out to you know jasmine uh you know who is one of our shooters you know she's one of um our newest team members She's a dope photographer. She loves doing portraits and that's her that's her vibe and she brought that energy and that perspective to the show. You know, um our DJs, DJ Kwan, uh DJ E1. E1 is out here living it up in New York City, you know, and, and killing it on rooftops and then you've got DJ Rome, you know, out here uh just, I mean, this is this is probably he's the James Brown of DJs right now. You know, he's the hardest working man in the business. You got DJ Kwan ruling the DMV. I mean, every single person on the team has their own niche, and yeah. they just say, "Hey, we're gonna come together and make this thing right." So that's really that's really what makes it so special. We're all kind of in this space where we're, you know, you know. uh I want to say, you know, to my business partner, you know, Diz is a phenomenal producer, phenomenal. Like he's unreal. The the listening event that you were at last night, he produced all that music, you know, Cosign Music was behind that music. And, you know, he comes on and records the show like it's nothing. So it's dope that you have these creators just coming together and, hey, we're going to come together and do this. 
So, and I think that's what really makes it different. That's what yeah. makes life so powerful. And the the biggest piece, and you'll hear you'll hear um, A, B, and C say it on the show. You know, it's, it's skills over politics. You know, and and you can't pay us to get on the show. You know, and that's what's dope. It's because of the decisions that we make that make the show dope, not because yeah. owed us to. So that's why I, I I love being in that space with with my with my family. Yeah, and it, and it it seems like a family. Where where I was going with it, it wasn't not even like downplaying, just understanding like this McDonald's, and then McDonald's has been out there, and then Burger King pops up and says, you know what, we're gonna do, and then Wendy says they they gonna do their thing, but McDonald's is not getting mad unless you just feel like you know you want to get upset, right. Right. You can do that. You know, Chick fil A's like, you know, y'all could have all week. You know, we're gonna be all Sunday. That's just what we gonna do. And 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 y'all could be mad. We selling chicken and that's what we're gonna do and this is what we believe in. And we say family's important because this is what we believe and we're gonna do that and we're gonna be called Sunday and we still gonna kill y'all during the week. Right, exactly and guess what? The line all the way down the parking lot. You know what I'm saying? It's because it's quality over quantity. It's 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 passion over um, you know, over money to the point where when you understand and, and bringing it back to, you know, my earlier statement about authenticity, you know, that moment I had with my dad right before, you know, they announced the winners of that award. If you're authentic to your craft all the way, it might not happen when you think it should happen, but everything that's supposed to come to you will come to you. It will gravitate towards you. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a big person about energy. And if you continue to put positive energy out there, if you continue to just say, hey, this is me, and you show up that way every day, it's going to attract everything you need in that space. And that's what's so cool about it. You know, we're out here. This is our, you know, we're on our own dime. We're doing this on our own. We're independent. And things are just gravitating to us, you know, people and, you know, we're not picking up the phone to call people as much anymore. People are now calling us. Um, and, and then even, even in these other spaces, you know, all of the people within our, within our team, they're, they're starting to get the phones picked up and, and people are starting to call them because people are seeing the value in what they do, no matter what capacity it is, you know, uh, on the show. And, and yeah. that's what's, what's super dope about it. Yeah, that, that's that's what's ex exciting uh, for me because it, it's like I, I sit in the morning sometimes um, and I go live, and depending upon where I have the, the the mobile studio park right across the street is a is a um, is a strip club, right? And I have two daughters. Like I don't want that to be. I I, I want an option, other options like a list. So it's like, oh, I could do this. I don't have to strip. You know, I, I can I can be an entrepreneur. I have options. I think if you, the more options that you give a person, um, it's just like, oh, this is this is a, this is just what we do. This is this right. is what I'm doing because yeah. this I have options. Like this, yeah. somebody provided this to me as an example. So as a dude, I'm saying, yo, you could do it. Oh, I see somebody who looks like me. I see a a, 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 a woman who is young. She's about her business. She's handling. And she's making money with her craft. That is so. That's that's. What you described to me, like bossing your um your siblings around, is what Shonda Rhimes used to uh you know go in the closet and play and write, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you just think of, you write, you create. I'm just creating something with my mind, and next thing you know, it's right there on on TV. 
it's on YouTube. You have, I don't need, you don't need someone's permission to say, go ahead and create that thing. Right. And, and I, you know, uh, we put so many limits on ourselves, especially, you know, as people get older, we, we kind of start to believe, we start to taste the Kool-Aid and believe the funk, right? And um, whatever society says is what you're supposed to be doing we start to eventually believe that, right? Because we want A, B, C, and D. And we believe that because we want A, B, C, and D, this is the only way to get it. And it's not, you know? And and, and once you kind of step into your space where you're like, well, that's not really what I want. And and I think, you know, my analogy with, it wasn't even an analogy, it was a real example. But, you know, when I first got out of college, you know, my mom was like, yo, you got to take care of your responsibilities. And so I went out there and I interviewed for jobs and I got a lot, you know, I got a few offers and um, the one job that wanted me was an insurance company and I turned it down because it felt unnatural. (laughs) It felt unnatural. But but my mom's like, you need health insurance and you need retirement money. You need a pension. And I says, do I want to work for a company that I don't believe in for 30 something years and retire to then try all the things that I wanted to do or do I take the chance now to figure that out maybe balance between a couple of different things you know I still gotta live still gotta eat all these different things and and continue so I've always had this tug of war where you know the real me or the creative me is over here and the, and the person who needs to be responsible is over here and at some point one of those one of those pieces are gonna win Right. You can't balance that for a long time. So you either go, hey, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to keep this on the side. I'm going to build up what I need to build up, which is totally an option, a viable option. I'm going to save this money so that I can walk away from this and then put that. And then some people go, hey, I'm a, you know, I'm a grind on this. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sacrifice a couple of these things. Right. I'm going to cut down expenses and I'm going to grind on this until it pops. No way is right or wrong. But at some point, you have to make the decision because you can't you can't do both. Your your life can't exist in both spaces. And and if you're a creative person, you're gonna constantly feel like this ache in your body <laughs> about you not being able to fully do what you want to do. And that's you know that's kind of where I I had to make the decision. And I actually made that decision last year, where I said you know a, a job I had for nine years. I was like, yeah. You know, they said something to me. I go into it, but you know, they said they said a couple of things to me, and I was just like, "Yeah, do I really have to deal with this?" I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't really. Yo, that is answer to you anymore. So I, you know what? I'm good. I'm gonna stay loose. I'm good. I'm gonna figure this out over here, and and that's that's what pulled me into where I'm at, at right now. Yeah, but I tell you. I talked about it earlier this this week, and you, you you're deciding you you you're building you're doing your thing on the side you're grinding you know you got your your um I had a cleaning company had some folks working with me you know and I was I was in a good spot um but I wasn't living right but you could tell like what you you know normally stuff uh some, a boss an employer can say something to you and you're like right, whatever. Okay, but I'm not even gonna think today. Some days, like they they caught my man caught me on the wrong day. <laughs> it was snowing. I had on Tim's, and um, I had on jeans, 
it's not the it's not the uniform, right? But it was the it was the uniform for the task that was required, mm-hmm. which was shoveling the front of the um the front of the store. It's Queens Boulevard, so it wasn't like it was in a mall setting, right? And so I'm I'm shoveling it. It's done. He comes in, so he sees that it, it's clear. The path is clear, but he didn't see what he what he saw was you 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 you're not in you're not in uniform. Mm-hmm. Did you? Like, you would have gotten somebody who tripped and fell outside. Now we got a lawsuit. You know what I mean? There's other things. And this is where you go. Like, do I really? I don't, I don't, I don't really. It was, it was, people will try to take you there. And I think sometimes you're in a safe environment, whether it's customers, you're in a customer service thing, and they feel like they could talk to you in the old kind of way. And you, yes, ma'am, I, you know, you, you hit them with the customer service voice, and you, I understand. I, and it's, today was like, I don't, I don't think I want to, um, no, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. And you know what Tiffany Got Gold says, or on the right day for you to move on. That's exactly what it is. It's it's the moment where you are able to say, I, everything is a decision. Yeah. Every decision. Sometimes it takes process to get to the decision. But when you get to that point where it's like, yeah. And, it, and you know what's funny? It was in a space where I was constantly having to prove that I was the best when we all knew this already, you know, and I'm talking about in that company, you know, I did my job so well that they had me training everybody and, and had people coming from other States to train with me, but yet you clock at me on this end and you, you question me on that end. And why are you so concerned with what I'm doing over here? Well, you know, I'm going to produce what it is that you need. And so it was, and, and you know what, I'm a, I'm a stick with Tiffany on this. It was on the right day for me to go. Hey, I'm good. I'm, I'm a, you know what? You can keep that. <laughs> you know, it's so concerned with the keeping the job and keeping the job. And sometimes you just have to have faith that whatever is instilled in you will carry you the rest of the way. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't have a major plan. You know, I didn't have a major plan. Um, I didn't have, you know, a whole bunch of, you know, how they say six months worth of savings to say, hey, I can take six months to figure this out. No, I still had to grind. I still had to figure it out. But I think what was more important for me was the fact that I would not be in a space where I was not truly appreciated. I was not taken as a valuable asset to this company. And the biggest piece is, why am I going to make somebody else rich? Okay, let's talk about that. The guy that owns the company is a multimillionaire. All right? I still got car payments. I don't think Homeboy got car payments. So, what's wrong here? I'm making sure that you don't have car payments, but I do? Yeah. Uh, No, I think I'm going to be on your level, though. So, I'm going to jump off this. I'm going to jump off this train right here. I'm going to build my own tracks. I'm going to get my own train. You know, it, it, it's it's not necessarily always a good thing to go against your gut, you know? and, and Your gut will not steer you. Exactly. Sometimes, um, this guy, there are times you, you'll get a feeling. Your gut is telling you to do this thing. You're you're at a at a job and, and you're pulled in one direction. And for me, it was, I could put stuff on, on, on the shelf, figure out like which which product is gonna pop. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm interested, but I was 
I was more interested in the people and more interested in, in the brand and the idea of how they came up with it. Like selling it on the back end, like, no, I want to help people do that. I want to help you. I'm interested in your story. Like, how did you get started? Right. How are you doing this? Not this idea of, I got to get this job and I'm going to work 30 years. And then they, I don't even think they're giving out gold watches anymore. And then what? But and you know what? I'm not even going to, you know, let me, let me, you know, stop, stop there. You know, some people find a company and here's the other thing. Not everybody's meant to be an entrepreneur. So no. that's not meant for everybody. No, <laughs> nobody, not everybody's meant for that. You know, some people are great at making your vision work. Some people are executors. Mm-hmm. Some people are visionaries. Some people are leaders. And I, and the biggest thing about finding your way, especially in this space, um, is understanding who you are yeah. and what you're really good at. You know, um, I don't know for anybody out there who watched, um, watches the show billions uh billions is something i watch uh you know with uh some friends of mine and uh it's a dope show and everybody has their role you know and and uh the ceo of the company always has his number one and you go wow that you know sometimes the number one guy is like he's like the executioner he's the one who like gets it done and and you're and you're like wow but he doesn't own the company but because the ceo or whoever's at the top understands the value of that person he's gonna do everything in his power to make sure that that person doesn't go like what can i do to make sure that you're compensated because i can't do this without you yeah Real leaders, real visionaries understand the value of those attached to their brand. And when they understand the value of those people, they move different. They don't move like a tyrant. They don't move like a dictatorship. They move in such a way where, hey, this is a collaborative process. I understand that my existence, that everything that I'm doing now um, really is propelled because you're you believe in my vision and once you get people on board with you and you create that kind of trust you know your business can go anywhere but yeah. you you got to create those relationships and yeah. that's super important as well yeah no one no one they don't quit a, the company was i like the visionary behind the company it's the individual that that mm-hmm. you interact with people don't quit a job i mean yeah. they, it's that person are you really be trying to that individual Quit culture yeah they cook the culture of the company yeah that's what it is it's it's definitely i couldn't come because that's what i quit my my company was the company i worked for was 24 7 i had to be available and it wasn't written on paper it was just a it was a mental expectation that yeah. if i answer my text messages or my email within a two-hour time span people were looking at me sideways and i'm sorry i'm not I'm not on the clock. I'm not on call. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not a doctor. I'm not, it's not right. brain surgery. When I'm I not- the building, that's it, you know? And when I started to get into that energy, people started getting the attitude with me. They started getting, they started getting real upset because I wasn't as available. And, um, and, and, and I get lost in working hard. You know, I get lost in the grind sometimes, no matter what I'm doing. So I had to really check myself, you know, if I'm doing this and I'm working and I'm not even in this space, when am I going to have time to focus on what makes me good? What makes my company awesome? You're and not. I, 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 I couldn't. So those decisions had to be made. And I think, you know, anybody who's on the journey of 
seeking out their own business or collaborating and joining a startup, uh, helping somebody with their individual brand, which in whatever capacity, you have to really understand who you are in that company. What is your role? What is it that you're executing? And whether or not you really are tied to that role, you know, because not everybody is in that, you know, not everybody can do everything. We're not all meant to be visionaries. Sometimes you're the executor. Sometimes you're the shooter, as um as uh, my boy E would say. Sometimes you're the shooter. You, you know what I'm saying? You're not the player maker. Sometimes you're the shooter. And it's dope if you are. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, when you're in a space of building a business, you just have to know who you are and what your strengths are to really make it happen. Yeah. And I, and I think that that's why I wanted you on to be able to – so can hear, as a creative – a lot of times you're in a space by yourself. If you're just starting out, you you're forced to put on like several hats, right? You know, and but you're not. You okay? I'm gonna I'm gonna figure this out. And now Squarespace makes it easy. You could do a website. So I'm I'm mm -hmm. now you find yeah. websites. I'm figuring this out for myself, and I gotta figure out how to edit. So now I'm 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 an editor. Mm -hmm. You know what what really became like the, that light bulb went off listening to the end of one of these podcasts, right? And you hear to a executive producer, producer, mm -hmm. engineer, a researcher, and the list just keep going. I'm like, yeah. I'm looking around. I'm like, somebody's <laughs> booking clients. This they have somebody separate booking guests for the show. This is it's it's not a um, right. It's not a. But but how do you? Well, let's turn it back on you. Well. How do you feel that now you've actually experienced existing in all of those different roles at the same time? I realized quickly, I mean, now I wouldn't say quickly, after, what changed for me is reading this book, um, Six Head, Six Thinking Caps, right? And then I started, I wonder, I was writing an article and I thought of the six hats, the, the, the different roles that you play, that I play. I'm like, okay, that's, that's not my strength. That's not my, what, I like this. This I'm I'm a you see me in action like you mm -hmm. so interacting with people that's that's sort of my that's my sweet spot right there and then being able to oh this is oh creative and visionary but I, you can't do that if you're doing the editing I could do the editing right and you you realize oh I gained an appreciation for the person that's doing the editing, the person that's doing the production, the person that has to sit down and they have, they're designing the website, you know, and, and realize that there's a science behind it. Why did you select this color? Right. The brand, there's a process behind it. It's just not, I, I that was my mama's favorite color and, and I like this color. <laughs> You're like, why did you pick it? There's got, there's a thought process behind it. There's a thought process behind why Apple went with the, um, with the white earbuds instead of just the traditional black because everything was black. Now it's white. Oh, you're going to notice it. It's going to stick out. Exactly. There's a, there's a, it gave me an appreciation for, for the art, right. Mm -hmm. And for the, for the work that people do. So it was, it was, um, it was validating seeing, you know, the buzz and seeing you guys in, 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 in action. 
right? Because I can have, and not that you go looking, you know, like punch buggy, don't punch back. You're looking for um, a Volkswagen. You're going to see one eventually, right? Mm-hmm. You tell so many artists like, yo, I feel like I have to go. I can't make it right where I'm at. I got to go. So I'm like, yo, if you dope, if you believe that you got to go so-and-so and you don't believe that you're good enough um, right where you are, you mm-hmm. going to another market is not going to make you better. Right. You still you're gonna still take that thinking with you to that to that new environment. Like and so to be able to say this is what I believe, drawing the line in the sand sand and just standing on it and just walking in that is is incredible. It's liberating. I think people need to hear hear that story. So yeah, it, for me it was just like, Oh, this is um you I'm on the right path. I'm on the right path. You know, and, and like you said, I love I love that you said it, it gives you appreciation for those other those other um those other arms of you know to make that production work but not only that does it give you uh, you know for me it didn't give me appreciation not just an appreciation but it also allowed me to understand how much further i could push my vision if somebody else who was completely engrossed in that particular thing could do because I, my skill set is not this. Like my skill set is not websites, right? I know how to build them. I can build them. I know how to do it in such a way where it looks good. But if I hired somebody who could build a website for a client, my vision is more likely to be very well executed and pushed all the way to the point of exactly how I see it. Because somebody else knows exactly how to execute what I'm asking. Whereas yeah. I, you know, and and. So it's it's appreciation and it's also now you have more power in that. You have more power in having somebody else produce the show. You have more power in having somebody else shoot the show while you're directing. And that's kind of where I am now. And, you know, that's what we're building. That's why our team is growing. Because if I can focus on just producing the show, if I can focus on just directing the show, just think of how much more content we could produce. Just think of how much you, we can push the envelope even further. Yeah. You know, about finding those right people who make sense. Um, you know, with my business partner who um, is one of the owners of Cosign Music, uh, you know, it's about finding, you know, the people to really help us create that content. You know, it's about finding the songwriters. It's about finding people, you know, because he's so dope that he can do everything right but he's actually an amazing producer we need him to just produce you know what i mean so it's it's all those different pieces where you start to understand that when you have people who are very invested in the vision you can totally take it to the next level because now everybody understands their role in that space and everybody understands how to execute their space and they can push themselves in that space even further and and that's really that's really that's powerful that's yeah and and i had to learn that lesson i'm gonna be honest with you the reason why this is so um pa- i'm so passionate about this particular piece of entrepreneurship is because that was a very hard lesson for me to learn trusting someone else to help me carry that vision is hard you know what i mean when, yeah. when you're creating it's hard to think that people will understand you enough to join you in that in that journey and when i i'm starting to embrace that that the beauty of delegation i'm starting to embrace um working and collaborating with other people and it is allowing the vision of whatever i'm working on to be pushed even further and 
that's that is the beauty of that so i'm really i'm really passionate about that right now because that's where that's where i am in my journey right now just really um embracing collaboration embracing um delegating to other people and working with other people in a real way yeah elmore said i needed to hear this i just said delegate more stress less yeah yeah you know you talk about your this is your baby this is your you know, you started this venture and you, you, at some, if you have children, if your mom, at some point you, you have to let your child go to school, right? And right. you let the experts take care of them. You know, you got an English teacher, you got a social studies, you got, you have all these different disciplines, but you might've gotten burned early on. I don't know if I can trust them to execute. Maybe it was just that person. And maybe now I have to step back and, yo, as a, am I casting the vision so people clearly, so people can get it, they can see it, and they can run with it. Am I putting the, the the systems in place? Like, what do I need to do during the process while I'm building? So it's it's a lot of people start. It's like I, you you never get off this 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 wheel because I'm I'm I'm, I'm dope at shooting. Right. I want to do this. I got a, I got a dope camera. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not gonna get. St- I got this camera, and you you might be a visionary. Right? Somebody else is you wanna you wanna shoot content or do you wanna do this thing? Figure out because straddling the fence, like you mentioned, especially for a dude, it's painful. You know, you're gonna you're gonna pick, pick a side. Hot, cold, pick. Don't don't lukewarm just is just like it's not a good taste. <laughs> and, and and not just that, you know, once you once you really once you really find yourself you know, whatever medium you decide, it doesn't mean that you have to stay there. You know, uh, evolution is necessary for growth. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, you know, once you feel like you can move space, no matter how you need to move, you know, evolution is, is absolutely necessary to grow. Uh, and, and that's, that's the beauty of being in this industry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate you. Yo. Um, mm. So the, 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 on the on the the twenty seventh, mm-hmm. right? Um, News twelve is going to be by um, the Semi Academy. They're putting up these um, they're putting up these libraries throughout throughout Connecticut. I happen to you, you talk about you you put up this vision, and as you put it out, it attracts people who are like minded, interested in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd, I'd love for you to be there to capture the the. The, the moment so that she's coming with her with her cameras i happen to i'm dropping off some stuff right at fedex and there's this pig all in in in, in fairfield right uh-huh. and, she's, and I'm, I'm pulling up like what is this what's going on here so they happen to see the reporter suzanne and she's like maybe we'll cover a story about you and i'm like yo this would be perfect for these scholars in in, in bridgeport to see like yo this is this is they've got a news camera, so it's one thing. I got you. You got your iPhone, and now they see a, a full news camera. Somebody's got a microphone. Oh, right. this, this is what they do, and 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 oh, she's a creator too. She does. Ah, I could I could make a living writing. Mm. That's do- using a film, my voice, voiceovers. Like you have somebody's art. Like this is what you just enjoy doing. You know, you you talk about spending hours um, doing something. You get caught up. And you look up. And he's like, "Oh crap! What time is it? It's it's three o'clock." 
Mm-hmm. I got to be there at six. <laughs> right, right. I'm, all right, let me just go to bed, take a power nap, and then I'm up. Like you, and it, don't, it doesn't feel, does it feel like work to you, or is it just when, when you're engaged in it? Does it feel like work? Uh, <laughs> that's that's a that's a that's a hit or miss. Like, um, when, when I mean, you know, when you're on this, uh, when you're on this journey of just trying to get things done. There's a couple of different things to it. The The first thing is sometimes when you're so busy, you just expect to be busy. You know, you just expect to, you know, um, you know, and kind of the the lifestyle that I'm in right now, you know, the studio, you know, that's owned by Cosign Music and, and my, my partners, um, it's always busy, you know, and there's always something happening and there's always something being created. So there's never this moment where you can really relax because it's like, if you relax, you're going to miss something. And it's, it's really, uh, exciting, but it can be draining. And, uh, you have to know how to take care of your, your space. You have to know how to rest your mind, your heart, your, you, you have to know how to replenish those things. How do you replenish? Uh, well, I, I so I have a I have a thing about water. Uh, I I sailed a few years back. I've been obsessed with it since. And um, being on the water, being near the water, uh, that's really kind of my safe space. And that's what replenishes me. You know, that's what kind of allows me to, um, you know, really feed, uh, you know, my spirit. You know, because sometimes you want to go 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 go. And, and you can tap out, you know, creative people tap out. And, and the reason why is because it is so personal what we create, you know, what we put out there in the world is personal, you know, it's, and I'm not saying that you can't be passionate about selling insurance or, you know, creating a product, but we are like, we're like sharing our spirit, our, our, our energy with people through our art. And so you have to protect that. And, and, and it, you're constantly on a grind, constantly on a grind. So taking that time to meditate, be by water, um, you know, that was really what helps me kind of, kind of woosa and really, you know, take the time to say, hey, this is what I need in order to be able to come back better. You know, it's all about coming back better. You know, it's never uh, I'm down. It's just I'm about to come back better. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, thank you so much. Thanks to y'all guys for tuning in. So Outlaw, tell them where they could go find you. Tell us before we end, the you, you described chemistry for me. Mm-hmm. Why what 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 was it? Um I, I, I like the description of it and what it allows you to do as chemistry. So Chemistry Media Lab is my is my branding and media company. And uh chemistry, the reason I called it that is because you know how clients pick the companies that they want to work with. Mm-hmm. I, I almost, I almost pick the clients I want to work with. You know, when, when people, when people attract to you and they say, Hey, I got this going on. There's like this instant moment where you realize, Oh my gosh, you know, I, there's this instant moment where I can realize and I can see somebody's, um, see somebody's vision, even, even with just meeting them and seeing their company. And I can understand how they can kind of push that forward. And so it's always been this chemistry between me and the client. You know, if I don't understand you and I can't vibe with you, how am I going to work for you? How am I going to 
realize your vision. How am I going to help you get to the other side? And almost every client I've had, I've truly believed in their product, their service, their, their talent, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I so believed in it that when I show up, it's like, it's me too. You know what I'm saying? We, we in this together, <laughs> this product's got to sell this, you know, you got amazing in this space. And, and, and I'm, the biggest cheerleader for my clients and um, my media and branding business is dedicated to really helping entrepreneurs, solo um, brands, individual brands understand how to take, not just take their passion and bring it to their audience, but also how to matriculate that, right? How to take it beyond yourself, you know, because you can tap out. There's only 24 hours in a day. And if you're the only person in your business with hands on, um, you're going to tap out. You can only shoot. If you're a photographer, you can only shoot so many shoots in a day. But if you're a photographer who's trying to grow their business, you hire other shooters. You hire assistants. You create. So that, you know, you never without. And that's what yeah. I. I love to do. I love to bring that kind of energy and that kind of perspective to my clients and really helping them um, realize their visions. Yeah, and you, you do that. I mean, just seeing it in, in action is incredible. As the as it was uh, as the night was progressing, it was getting darker, and I think you made a, a conscious effort. Okay, if we wait longer, it's going to be too dark to shoot the interview. So let's change the time. And let's do it while while we still have some some light and some visibility. Right. I'm like, this 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 is what we set up in the itinerary, and but we're gonna need to pivot. We're gonna make some changes. Actively involved in what's going on. I'm like, yo, that's why she's gonna win. Well, I appreciate that. I, I, I thank you so much for inviting me on the show. Um, you know, this is kind of like my my reintroduction to uh, my reintroduction to social media because I went dark during COVID. Um, doesn't mean I wasn't working. I was working a hell of a lot. A lot of people mm -hmm. didn't understand what I was working on. Um, but uh, you know, I just appreciate it, and I appreciate everybody who's tuned in and and really taking the time to kind of listen to our conversation and. You know, you know, if you if you need anything or you, you know, for those who are listening and watching, you know, if you need anything or you you have some, you know, thoughts or questions about anything that I've, you know, um, said or you need a referral. I'm great at referring. Um, if you need a referral for something, you know, just just hit me in the DMs um, at Miss Outlaw, which is MS Outlaw. Uh, no other characters just like that. Uh, <laughs> so if you have if you have any questions or anything like that always hit me in the dms you know i'm 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 an open book as far as that's concerned excellent excellent thank you so much i appreciate you we out of here y'all all right yeah yo it's gorilla nevis and right now you're listening to the behind the wheel podcast connecticut's number one for business and entertainment don't ever disrespect me or listen to anything else you heard bing bong